Welcome to Always Abounding. This podcast will encourage you as a believer to continue on and always abound in the work of the Lord. Now your host, Keith Stensis. Into our podcast, Always Abounding. This is your host, Brother Keith Stensis, here in the country of Uganda, East Africa. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And that is what this program is all about, encouraging you in your Christian life to always abound in the work of the Lord. And I hope that you're doing that as well. Boy, it's hard to believe three days, three days until 2024, only three days left in 2023, and uh, what an amazing year it has been. And uh, we have literally, literally seen hundreds of people saved, hundreds of people baptized. Uh, We've seen churches started. We've seen churches built as far as construction is concerned. Uh, We've uh, taught in the Triangle Bible Institute, hundreds of men uh, being taught in that. Uh, The the Barnabas Baptist Bible Training Center up in Calido, uh, men are being trained there. We've had the opportunity of going up there each and every uh, week uh, this, or I'm sorry, each and every month uh, this last year. Uh, We've seen six couples get married this year. And uh, I'm telling you, it has just been a busy, busy year. We saw our faith promise in our uh, church here in Masaka go up $1,000 from last year. And our people committed in 2024 to give $7,900. We're excited about that. Uh, Towards the area of missions and uh, sending out missionaries uh, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, it is just a joy and a blessing to be able to serve the Lord. And uh, when I look back at 2023, what an amazing year. And uh, I had the opportunity of being a part of it. And uh, it was just great. I, it, 2023, I was able to celebrate my 30th anniversary of uh, our marriage, my marriage to my wife, Sally Jo. And uh, what a great milestone that is. And uh, I, I wish I could say I was a perfect husband. I am far from it, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad that God gave me her. And uh, truly, truly, our marriage is getting better and better and better. And I'm so excited about uh, however many years the Lord gives us uh, being able to serve the Lord here in Uganda or wherever with uh, with my wife at my side. And uh, so it has, again, just been a wonderful, wonderful year. However, 2023 is about ready to be in the past. And uh, there's nothing you can do about the past. Uh, you can thank God for the past, but you cannot live in the past. And uh, you can thank God for the victories of the past, uh, but the victories of the past are not victories of the present, and they're not the victories of the future. And uh, so we need to be looking ahead and saying, all right, God, that's what you did back then, and uh, that's what you did before, but I believe that you can do greater things uh, ahead in 2024. And uh, so I am looking forward to that very, very, very much. Uh, in 2024, uh, the first part of the year, the first five months, will be here in Uganda and uh, continuing doing our uh, leadership training, uh, continuing in our Bible college here. I'll be teaching two classes uh, in our Masaga Baptist College, as well as going up each month to Kalido, teaching in the Barnabas Baptist Bible Training Center, uh, continuing to train those men. There's some uh, church buildings. We're right in the middle of uh, construction. 
constructing. And uh, so we're excited about that as well and uh, looking at finishing up that construction Lord willing, before uh, we go back uh, to the United States, we'll be going back the uh, last week of May. And uh, so starting in uh, June all the way to the end of the year, uh, at this point, we pretty much uh, actually there's about two services, two meetings left that I'm trying to confirm and uh, trying to get those locked down. Once those are done, uh, then we are book solid from the month of May all the way, uh, I'm sorry, from the month of June uh, all the way up until uh, December. And uh, so hopefully coming up in January and February, I'll be setting up meetings uh, for January and February of uh, 2025 and uh, trying to get all that lined out. I have found that uh, in setting up meetings on furlough, uh, a lot of pastors uh, have uh, a schedule that uh, goes out at least a year in advance. And uh, so typically when I try to set up my furlough meetings, uh, I will set them up a year in advance. So for example, this month, the month of December, uh, I have set up my December meetings for 2024. And uh, when I come to January, January of next month, uh, then I will set up uh, the meetings for January of 2025. And so that seems to have worked out uh, well for me, and it uh, seems that uh, pastors are good with that. And uh, so it just helps me to make sure that I'm not trying to set up meetings uh, in the last minute. And uh, so, and really, it's not fair uh, for pastors, it's not fair for uh, churches, when you try to uh, come back and try to set up your meetings, you know, two, three weeks, even a month ahead, uh, most churches already have everything uh, planned out. And so pray for our 2024. Excited about it. Looking forward to getting back and seeing many of you uh, that have been faithful, helping us in the ministry. And uh, I wish that time would allow us to be able to uh, get in and see all of the uh, different churches. It, it is just not... Uh, uh, physically possible. Uh, we're we're going to be taking a nine-month furlough, and uh, there's just no way. Our ch churches that support us are literally from coast to coast and uh, and uh, scattered all around, and so we're going to get into as many as we can, and then, Lord willing, in our furlough that's following, uh, we will also uh, try to get into those churches that we were not able to get into. And uh, I also want to thank the Lord for Brother Mike Kennan, who is a, also a faithful listener of this podcast. Brother Mike Kennan has been a blessing to our family. If you remember, he is part of Operation Renewed Hope, and uh, he has helped us out with uh, tickets, uh, going to different meetings and things of this nature. And uh, he, because of his traveling, he has lots of miles and miles and miles of points or whatever uh, that he has racked up. And so he uh, has been a blessing in helping us with some airplane tickets while we're back on furlough. And uh, so I, I tell you what, I am just so blessed. God has given me some amazing friends and uh, people praying for us, people giving. And uh, I'm just so, so thankful. I am so blessed. And uh, again, looking forward to 2024 uh, with excitement and uh, hard to believe once again, three days away, we will be in 2024. Now, here in Uganda, uh, when we talk about New Year's, it is a big day here. Uh, they do love to celebrate New Year's, and of course, most of it is... You know, you know, being in the bars and the discos and the drinking, and that's the way it is in most of the places of the world. But uh, it is one of those holidays that uh, is celebrated, and uh, our house is kind of right in the middle of three different areas 
uh, where they do fireworks. And uh, so it's really nice to be able to go out there at midnight and see the fireworks go off. As a matter of fact, there's one right behind our house. Uh, sometimes I'm afraid that one of those fireworks is going to fall on our house, but uh, but it is nice to be able to go out and see those. And uh, that's about the only time uh, in the year that they do fireworks. And uh, but uh, so I'm excited about that. Looking forward to New Year's Eve and uh, looking forward to bringing in the new year and uh, be in prayer uh, on the 8th of January. That's uh, just uh, one week into the new year. Uh, we will be having our first triannual Bible Institute. And uh, I am really, really looking forward to that. And uh, we've got uh, Brother Caleb Turner, uh, who is a missionary here in Uganda. He, he and his family are here. And uh, God has blessed him with some wisdom uh, regarding music. And uh, so we're going to be having a... Uh, an entire TBI on the subject of music, uh, godly music, what is right music, what is wrong music. And uh, one of the things that I appreciate about Brother Turner is uh, he's not coming in prepared with a whole bunch of American artists and American illustrations and things like this. He's really done his research uh, in Uganda itself and the type of music that Uganda has and the different artists uh, that are out there with the Uganda musician scene. And uh, so he's really Really, really done his research, and uh, we've got all of the books translated, ready to go. He's also going to teach about how to lead singing in the church, and uh, so that is going to be a great opportunity for our men uh, to be able to learn about music. Uh, for the most part, here in Uganda, because of the lack of teaching, uh, music really is amoral. Uh, there's no good, there's no bad. Uh, people just uh, they listen to whatever's playing, and uh, because nobody ever taught them uh, what. What is right and what is wrong, and uh, and I'm not. I'll be the first to admit I'm not a musician. Uh, I do know what is right and wrong about music, but it is it is a blessing to be able to have somebody who come in who really knows what they're talking about. And uh, so be praying for that. Uh, the it starts on the eighth and eighth, uh, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, all the way from the, up to the twelfth. So the eighth through the twelfth, and uh, so be really really praying about that. Uh, that God will give us a good week. That is the first thing on the calendar uh, for 2024 uh, in our ministry here. We're also going to be bringing a taxi van full of our men uh, from Kalido. I really felt it was important for them to come down for this. I don't do that all the time, but uh, as this is a great uh, subject and one that... Uh, that is important to these men. I wanted to make sure these men come down. And uh, so pray about that if you would. And uh, pray for Brother Turner. Pray for his voice. He'll be teaching throughout the week. And so pray that uh, his voice will remain strong and that our men will be blessed. Well, in thinking about New Year's, um, one of the things that always comes up is New Year's resolutions. And uh, it's one of those things that uh, is not a bad thing for sure. It's it's good to resolve uh, to do things, maybe some things that have been lacking uh, in our lives that we need to refocus on. Uh, I know many times uh, these New Year's resolutions, maybe hopefully they will last until March and uh, uh, 
uh, how many of us can truly say that our New Year's resolution went throughout the year? And uh, no doubt some of us can do that. And praise the Lord for your determination. Praise the Lord for your fortitude. And uh, and so if you're going to make a New Year's resolution this year, uh, I hope and pray that uh, you will have the grace of God to be able to accomplish it. And uh, be sure to make a resolution that is realistic. Amen. Uh, some people make resolutions that they just cannot, uh, they wouldn't be able to reach it in a in a thousand years. And uh, they make the resolution thinking, if I make the resolution, uh, I'm going to just buckle down, I'm going to do it. And then they don't get it done. And then you get discouraged and, and, and all these kind of things. And so make sure you make resolutions that are attainable, uh, that are realistic. And, and it might be good even to uh, seek advice uh, from other people and say, hey, I'd like to make this resolution for this year. What do you think? Uh, is this something that I can do? Is this something that uh, is realistic? And uh, get some good advice from that. So, but you know, the new year uh, we're we're putting behind the old year and uh, thinking about uh, things ahead. And uh, so, honestly, on this podcast today, I want to share with you uh, my New Year's resolution. And uh, now. Uh, you say, well, is, is it about weight? Well, those of you that know me know that I've always had a trouble with weight and, uh, that it's, it's not a new year's resolution. It's a monthly resolution. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, those of you that uh, suffer with me know exactly what I'm talking about. And, uh, those of you out there that can just eat till your heart's content and not have to think about what you eat and not gain an ounce of weight. I hate you. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I can't believe I said that on my podcast. But anyway, uh, I, I despise you. Uh, I uh, No, I don't. It's just getting worse. I just need to keep my mouth shut. Anyway, if you don't have to think about what you eat, then you ought to consider yourself very fortunate and blessed. Amen. Every one of us has our crosses to bear. And uh, one of those crosses that I bear is constantly having to think about what I eat, uh, how's this going to affect my weight. And uh, again, uh, I have to struggle with that all the time. So truly weight is not a new year's resolution for me. Uh, It is something that I'm constantly, constantly trying to work on. And I do set goals and uh, Lord willing, I I have set a goal uh, for my weight uh, that I want to get down to before I go back on furlough because you know what when you go back on furlough uh, you just have a tendency to put the pounds on and so uh, I'm going to be setting up an eating schedule and exercise schedule and all that but anyway uh, that's not my new year's resolution um, a lot of people set up a new year's resolution and say you know what I'm going to start January 1st I'm going to read my bible through in a year uh, I have done that in the past and uh, the, truthfully, and, and again, you might think that I don't sound very spiritual here, uh, but truthfully, I've, I've never liked that resolution for me personally. And the reason I have not liked that uh, is because once again, you start out very well and, uh, and you read your chapters and things, and then inevitably you're going to get behind and you miss a day here, you miss a day there, and then you've got to get caught up. And, and pretty soon you get up in the morning and say, my goodness, I've got to read 37 chapters today to get a head and and pretty soon you just give up on it and and the fact of the matter is you end up just reading the bible just to get through a resolution and uh, you're not uh really reading it to get anything out of it and again i'm not opposed to that please don't misunderstand me don't say uh that uh, brother keith is against reading your bible through in a year i'm not against that at all i'm just saying for me i would much rather read slowly i would much rather read methodically 
and and little by little. Uh, I think uh, in my Bible reading right now, I read about eight chapters a day, and uh, that does not uh, get me through the Bible because many of those I, I reread. I go back book after book and and all that. So I, I'm not against Bible reading. Please don't misunderstand me there. But the pressure of getting through and reading a certain amount all the time, uh, that is one resolution. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know that I've ever... Uh, whenever I've made that resolution to read my Bible through the year, I don't know that I've ever completed it. Uh, just to be very forthright with you, I, I don't think I've ever been through that uh, just because, I, you know, just life happens and you get behind and you get discouraged and you don't want, you, you just don't get caught up. And so anyway, that is not uh, my resolution for this year. Uh, so let me share with you my resolution. Take your Bibles and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And uh, we're going to be looking at... Uh, Four verses here, uh, not in Second Timothy, but four verses here, just to kind of introduce uh, what uh, I have here. Second Timothy chapter three, and uh, notice in verse number ten, the Bible says, "But uh, thou hast fully known." Paul's talking to Timothy here in this letter. He says, "But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, and patience." And so Paul is saying, "Hey, Timothy." You know my purpose, all right? Your purpose, that is your goal. That is your reason for doing what you're doing. He says, you know my purpose. Purpose. Uh, if you go back to the book of Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes back in the Old Testament, uh, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes in chapter 3, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and notice in verse number 1, the Bible says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Purpose under the heaven. Daniel chapter 1. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 1, he says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat nor the wine which he drank. So again, Daniel purposed in his heart. Paul says, You know my purpose. Uh, Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, To everything there is a time and purpose. Daniel says, I purposed in my heart uh, that I would not defile myself. And then Lotus over in the book of Acts, the book of Acts and chapter number 11, Acts chapter 11, and uh, notice what uh, the Bible says here uh, in verse number 22, then tidings of these things came into the ears of the church which was in Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch, who, when he came and had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. I would encourage you sometime uh, to do a study in the Word of God on purpose. Uh, David uh, purposed to build the temple. Now, God told him he couldn't do that, and, and so his son Solomon did, but he, he put a purpose out there. And so I, I said all that to say this. I do not believe there's anything wrong with living life on purpose purpose, okay? Um, set goals in your life. Set set a standard in your life that you want to attain to, that you want to excel to. Uh, Paul in uh, Philippians chapter 3 gave us his purpose. He says, hey, I've taken all the things that are in the past, everything that I have done in my flesh, I count it but dung that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. He says, I have not already attained, but I press forward. I am 
reaching forth unto those things that are true before. And so my point in all of that I'm saying here is whether you do it on New New Year's uh, Day or whether you do it uh, on a month-by-month basis or whatever it is, live life on purpose. Don't just live life by accident. Uh, I'll never forget uh, one of the things Pastor Hank, my former pastor, told me before he went to heaven. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many times he would repeat this over and over his messages. Live life on purpose. Live life on purpose. Don't, don't sit back and just let life happen every day. What are you accomplishing? What are you doing? And what can you look back and say, look at what I did because I lived my life on purpose. I live my life on purpose. And so I, I don't think there's anything wrong with setting resolutions. I think they ought to be realistic. I think they're biblical. Uh, I think we need to set some standards uh, for our future and try to uh, attain those standards. And so so you say, Brother Keith, what's your New Year's resolution? Well, this is going to be an unusual one. Uh, maybe you've heard one like this before or not. I have never heard anyone uh, make this resolution. Uh, but this is my New Year's resolution. This is what I'm determining uh, that I am going to do in 2024, and that is this. I've determined in 2024 that I'm going to listen to five different messages, five different messages outside of the normal messages that I listen to when I go to church, all right? So over here in Uganda, we have um, Sunday morning service. We don't have a Sunday evening service because we meet we do have a service, but we meet together not as a, uh, a, a preaching service. We meet together to go out soul winning. So our soul winning is on Sunday afternoons. And so we have Sunday morning, and then we have Wednesday evening service. And uh, so every week we have those two services. But um, but I'm determining, I'm setting a resolution for 2024 that I'm going to listen uh, to five different messages besides the normal messages uh, that uh, I would listen to in in the normal service. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you why uh, I'm setting that resolution in my life. Um, you know, in Uganda, uh, and, and I'm sure that most, uh, most missionaries can attest to this, one of, the, one of the weaknesses of being a missionary is that you are always on the giving end. Every, every single time I go to one of our villages or our churches, they want me to preach and they want me to teach and they want me to do this. And so I very, very seldom ever sit down and listen to somebody else preaching. And uh, it just doesn't happen that often. Sometimes when I'm in town here in Masaka, uh, I'll be able to hear uh, Pastor Paul uh, preaching and uh, his preaching is a blessing to me. But the truth is, most of the time when I go to churches, they, they're wanting me to do the preaching. And don't get me wrong, I love to do it. I, that's the calling of God in my life. I love the preaching of the Word of God and I love preaching. Uh, but here's here's the thing that many times becomes dangerous for a missionary and, and no doubt can be dangerous for pastors as well uh, in, in the United States or anywhere is you're constantly giving and giving and giving and giving, but nobody is preaching to you. 
And uh, many times in the States, you have uh, conferences you can go to, you have preachers meetings you can go to, uh, revival services you can go to, and and uh, a lot of that is available out there. But uh, so many times here in Uganda, we don't have that opportunity. And uh, there's not the preachers meetings, there's not the conferences, there's not the uh, the pastors uh, getting together for, for a group of meetings and stuff like that. And so because of that, you can, if you're not careful, and I know in my life, if you're not careful, um, you you feel like you're the one doing all the giving, you're the one doing all the preaching, but no one else is preaching to you. And so you tend to not feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit through the preaching of the Word of God. And, and again, don't get me wrong. I, I understand that God can speak to your heart. The Holy Spirit can speak to your heart through uh, your own preaching, uh, through your own Bible study. Uh, but there's just something about sitting under a preacher and hearing the Word of God preached in such a way uh, that it convicts your heart. And uh, this last, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, when we had our missions conference here, we had Brother Steve Raglan uh, come over and preach the the conference. And so he preached uh, two of the morning sessions. He preached three of the evening sessions, and he closed out and preached on Sunday. And so uh, one, two, three, four, five, six times he preached while he was here, and I was able to sit under that preaching. And, and I sat there under that preaching just thanking God that, I was not doing the preaching, but I was thanking God that I'm sitting there being fed. I'm sitting there receiving the word of God from a fellow preacher. I'm feeling the convicting of the Holy Spirit of God. I had the opportunity to go to the altar and get on my knees and get things right with the Lord. And as I was sitting there listening to Brother Steve preach, I began thinking to myself, I need more of this. Uh, I need more preaching. I need more uh, men to get in 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 and stir my heart. And 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 I just be honest with you, I've 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 lacked that. You know, you get busy in the ministry, and and uh, there's other things to do, and you get involved in activities, and uh, and so I've determined in 2024, I want more preaching. And, uh, and so I've determined, and, and again, with, with sermon audio and with the internet and things like this, it's, it's more possible to be able to accomplish this than ever before. And, uh, you know, if, if the average message is 45 minutes to an hour, uh, let's just say at the most it's an hour, then, then that means I'm going to commit myself to five hours each week uh, to listen to preaching, maybe when I'm driving down the road or maybe sitting at home or maybe in my office, uh, just hearing the preaching of the Word of God. So many good preachers out there. Uh, you know, I think of, uh, again, I mentioned Brother Steve. I think my pastor, uh, Adam Thompson, um, I think of uh, Brother Brent Logan. I was just uh, looking on the internet the other day and, and hearing a message by Brother Brent Logan. And and uh, so many good, godly men out there preaching. Brother James Knox and other missionaries. Uh, coming up in January, where we've invited uh, Brother Tom Williams. Dr. Tom Williams is going to come over and preach. And again, just looking forward to hearing the preaching of the Word of God. I'm looking forward to hear, having my children, my wife, sit under the preaching of the Word of God. And and, uh, and we need that. We need that. And uh, so as Brother Steve was preaching and God began working on my heart and saying, you need some more preaching. You need more preaching like this to get a hold of your heart and encouraging. So I began thinking to myself, all right, in 2024, uh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to determine by God's grace, uh, I am going to 
purpose in my heart uh, outside of the normal uh, su- uh, Sunday, Wednesday services, I am going to listen to five messages per week uh, to challenge me and motivate me. And uh, so I began thinking about that and, and I began thinking, all right, what is this going to do? What is this uh, resolution going to do for me? And uh, how is it going to help me? And so as I begin thinking about this resolution and praying about it, I come up with four things, and I just want to share those with you uh, very quickly as we end this year and uh, look forward to next year. Uh, Four things that I'm expecting out of this resolution that I'm going to be making for 2024, and and, and I hope it'll be a help and a blessing to you. Number one, uh, my resolution, I believe, is going to help prevent spiritual dullness, to help prevent spiritual dullness. And uh, take your Bibles, if you would, Proverbs. There's a couple verses here that I want you to see. Proverbs chapter number 27, a very familiar verse, a verse that we use all the time. And and I remember my dad uh, used this verse growing up with us children. And uh, we heard it in Bible college. Uh, but it's a, it's a very simple verse, but it's a very, excuse me, a very important principle. Proverbs 27 and verse number 17, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Uh, you know, when when you are not preached to and when you're not, you know, and I love preachers who get in your face and, and uh, you know, you know, just tear things up. I mean, that's that's my style of preaching. Uh, I, I like that, and I need that. I I, I don't want to go to church and leave feeling good. I want to I want to come to church being convicted of what I need. And so the Bible says, "Iron sharps iron." And uh, yes, I'm out here preaching, and yes, I'm out here teaching. But I need somebody to keep my iron sharp. I need somebody to keep my uh, view of the Word of God sharp. I need to keep myself sharp. And, 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 and again, I've seen this happen in my life. I've seen myself in many cases become dull uh, because I, my mind is not expanding. I'm not hearing the Word of God preached. I'm not hearing the man of God uh, preach from the Word of God. And, and the truth of the matter is I allow myself to become dull. Uh, in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, 10 and verse number 10. If the iron be blunt and he do not wet the edge, then must he put to more strength, but wisdom is profitable to direct. You know, the more preaching you hear, uh, the easier it is to preach because you 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 get ideas and you get thoughts and you uh, you 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 get verses and you say, "Man, I never thought of it that way. I never looked at it that way." I know that when Brother Steve was preaching uh, these last couple of weeks in the missions conference, there was a couple passages of scripture that he preached that I've I've read those passages over and over and over again, but he just brought it from a different view. And and it blessed my heart, encouraged me, and it helped me to grow. And, and again, in and of ourselves, when we do our Bible study and things, a lot of times we can get narrow-minded, we can get narrow-focused because we have our way of thinking, we have our way of doing it. Uh, but when you're under the preaching of somebody else, it helps uh, to broaden that focus and it helps to allow you to see things maybe from a different point of view. So I expect Uh, my New Year's resolution to help me uh, prevent spiritual dullness. Secondly, secondly, I expect my New Year's resolution to provide me with spiritual power, 
to provide me with spiritual power. Look over in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, the Bible talks much about preaching, 1 Corinthians and chapter number 1. And uh, let me get over there very quickly, 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And notice in verse number 17, the Bible says, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. Verse 18, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, all right, us which are saved, it is the power of God. I expect the preaching of the Word of God to help me have the spiritual power that I need to do the work of God. Look over in chapter 2 and uh, verse number 4. Chapter 2 and verse number 4, the Bible says, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Uh, I, I, I tell you, in my life, I need God's power. And one of the ways that I can get God's power is not only through prayer, not only through reading the Bible, but through the preaching of the Word of God, the preaching of the Word of God. I need powerful preaching. I need powerful preaching to help me uh, so that I have the spiritual power that I need to, to, to have to be able to make the decisions that I need to make. You know, a, a, another thing that's very interesting about hearing other preaching is you find out there's other guys out there preaching the same thing you're preaching, and they're taking the stand that you're taking, and, 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 and it helps give you confidence. It helps give you boldness. Uh, but it also uh, gives you spiritual power. Number three, I'm talking about my New Year's resolution and uh, what I expect it to do for me. Number one, it prevents spiritual dullness. Number two, it provides spiritual power. And number three, I expect it to give me spiritual counsel. I expect it to give me spiritual counsel. You know, one of the weaknesses that uh, pastors have and missionaries have is the lack of counsel, the lack of counsel. Why? Because we're the ones doing all the counseling. People are coming to us wanting counsel. What do we do here? What do we do here? Uh, how do we make this decision? Uh, and, as, and as pastors, I thank God so much. I'll never forget, uh, growing up, my pastor always made this statement. Uh, uh, he said, every pastor needs a pastor. Every pastor needs a pastor. No one has reached a point in their spiritual life where they do not need counsel. Nobody reaches a point in their spiritual life where they don't need some help. And, uh, and so I expect this New Year's resolution to help give me some spiritual counsel uh, so that I can make the right decisions, so that I can be made aware of what is right and what is wrong and things that I need to be careful of. You know, the, the fact of the matter is, a lot of times being over here in Uganda, I don't hear about the issues uh, that are going on in the States. And I don't hear about, uh, you know, maybe some false doctrines that are being preached or or things that are happening in our social environment. And, and so by hearing the preaching of the Word of God, that is helping me get the counsel I need so that when those opportunities do come that I have to give that same counseling, uh, I have already been counseled in that area. Uh, in Acts chapter 20, look in Acts chapter 20 and uh, verse number 25. 
Acts chapter 20 and verse number 25. Uh, The Bible says in verse 25, And now behold, I know that ye all, Paul is talking to the elders from Ephesus. He says, Wherefore, and now behold, I know that ye all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. Verse number 27, For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. God's word is his counsel for us. God's word is his guidance to us. And God has given us preachers. God has given us men of God to take the word of God and preach. Uh, again, I, I understand that there are times. I mean, the, last night I called my pastor for advice uh, about a vehicle. And uh, and we need advice. We need counsel. But, but you understand that the majority of the time that we go for counseling, if we would just listen and heed the preaching of the Word of God from the pulpit, that is enough counsel in many areas. And uh, the problem is, is we don't listen to our preacher. We don't listen to our pastor. And so then we have uh, difficulties and problems in our life that we have to go and we need uh, to get counsel in those areas. And I know many times uh, people have come to me for counseling and I'm like, I I just preached on this. I just talked about this. You know, why are you coming to me for counsel? I gave you that counsel from the pulpit. And uh, so I expect this resolution uh, to give me more spiritual counsel. Look over in Titus, uh, the book of Titus and uh, chapter number one, Titus chapter number one, and uh, notice in verse number two, Titus chapter one, verse number two, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began, verse three, but hath in due times manifested his word through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God, our Savior. God says, I, my plan, I, I want to manifest my word through preaching, through preaching. I need more preaching. I'm just telling you today, I need more preaching. And uh, if, if I did not get anything out of the missions conference we just had, I realized as I was sitting there listening to, to Pastor Raglan preaching, I realized to myself, I need more of this. I need more preaching. And so, number one, I expect it to prevent spiritual dullness in my life. Number two, I expect it to provide spiritual power in my life. Number three, I expect it to give spiritual counsel in my life. And then number four, look over in 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4, and notice in verse number two, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort, with all long suffering and doctrine. Notice three things there that need to be in preaching reproof, rebuke, and exhortation. Can I say this that preaching, when I listen to preaching, it affords me spiritual rebuke? It affords me spiritual rebuke. You know, uh, the longer you stay without preaching, uh, and I know this is the case in my life, the longer you stay without preaching, the more easier it is to justify your sinful actions. 
well, this is the reason I'm doing this, and this is the reason, and I have a good reason for doing this, and and we can justify it. But you know what? When when you sit under the preaching of the Word of God and you are rebuked, you are you are reproved, uh, you are exhorted to do what is right. I'm telling you today, I need that. I need more of that, and uh, and so I am determined in my life. Uh, in 2024, I am determined to be around and listen to more godly preaching. You know what preaching does too as well? It just expands your spiritual insight. Uh, it gets you, and again, there, there's no fault of it. When I study the Word of God, when I read the Word of God, I, I have my way of thinking and I have my way of looking at it. And uh, But when you hear the preaching from various preachers, different preachers here and there, um, it expands that. I, I'm so thankful uh, that I, I've had the opportunity in my life to be around good preachers. And uh, at our home church uh, there at Capital City Baptist Church, uh, Pastor Adam, all constantly having good preachers uh, in to preach the Word of God. And I could name them name after name after name. I thank God growing up, my dad uh, was a great preacher of the Word of God, and I learned so much of what I have today uh, because of my dad's preaching. And uh, and my dad was the same. He would always have good preachers coming in and uh, preaching revivals and preaching missions conferences. Uh, we need that. There, there should be, if, if you are truly saved, if you're truly born again, there should not be a desire to get out of church. There should not be a desire to have less church. I'm telling you, there should be a desire in your spiritual life that craves more preaching. I want more of the Word of God to be fed to me. I want more of the Word of God to be given to me uh, that I can grow in my Christian life and be more and more like Jesus Christ. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, resolutions are very of little effect, number one, unless you make them public, and I have done that today. I have made my resolution public. I've let you know what my resolution is going to be for 2024. Uh, but secondly, resolutions are of little effect uh, when there is no accountability, when there's no accountability. And so I give you permission as my listeners uh, to this podcast uh, to just every once in a while, uh, I'm asking you to send me a text message or send me an email or send me something. Say, hey, Brother Keith, just checking up on you and uh, wanting to see how you're doing with your New Year's resolution. And uh, that is going to keep my feet to the fire. And that's going to make sure that I am constantly listening and looking for good messages, downloading messages and uh and so I, I am really, really excited about this. And so I need your help uh, with that. And, uh, and I believe that you can help me with that. And so by, by God's grace in, in this next year, uh, outside of the normal uh, messages uh, in a normal church service, uh, I am looking forward to hearing about 260 messages this year. And uh, I'm just looking forward to filling my mind and my heart with the preaching of the Word of God. And so I need your help uh, to help 
help me to be accountable. And uh, I've made my resolution public and uh, I'm asking you to keep me accountable uh, as well. And so just whenever you think about it, if you just think of my name, you say, hey, I wonder how Brother Keith is doing with his New Year's resolution. Send me a text and I'll answer it. And uh, God willing, I'll be as honest as I can with you. And I'm, I might say, you know what? I'm a couple messages behind means this week I've got to listen to seven messages. And so, um, but uh, hopefully I can stay on track and I plan on coming up with a program uh, with which I can be downloading these messages and listening to them with every opportunity that I can uh, so that I can uh, fulfill uh, the purpose for this resolution. Prevent spiritual dullness, provide spiritual power, give spiritual counsel, and afford me spiritual rebuke. Amen. And uh, so you pray with me about that. And uh, I would really, really, really appreciate that. I hope you have a great New Year's and uh, enjoy the time. Maybe you're going to do something with your church. I know sometimes churches have a New Year service. If you're going to do that, I hope you have a great service as you bring in the New Year. And uh, whatever you do, whatever your resolution is, I pray that it will involve doing more uh, for the cause of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, in verse number 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And endeavor to do that. Endeavor to do more for the cause of Jesus Christ. Uh, one thing that I would encourage you to do, uh, this next year, maybe you have some friends and family uh, that might be encouraged and helped by listening to this podcast. Uh, if that is the case, uh, then be sure to uh, send them a link uh, to this podcast. Let them know that every Friday we upload a new podcast and uh, maybe they could subscribe to it. And uh, every Friday, uh, this program will be brought to their attention on their device, whatever device that they're using, uh, that we might be an encouragement and a blessing to them, as well as keep you informed as to what is happening happening here in the country of Uganda. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for staying with me throughout this year. And uh, we look forward to a new year coming up. God bless you. Happy New Year. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the other side. The next podcast will be brought to you in 2024. God bless you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. We want to thank you for listening today. We trust that this podcast was an encouragement to you to always abound in the work of the Lord. For more information about your host or simply contact us, visit kstensisfamily.com.